Hello. Let me just start off by saying Fran is not here today. He's uh, he's MIA. So Fran, if you'd like to get back, the listeners would like to have you back for your monotone and all that jargon. But we're back. I'm back. I'm here. Uh, this is False Narrative Podcast. Um, it's been a while, guys. Um, don't ask me why it's been a while. It's just uh, we've had a sabbatical of such. But we're back now. You might get a few solo episodes of me. So you have to listen to my voice. But I'll make sure I bring the goods as per usual. Today, I have a guest. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, my people? Uh, my name's Reese, And um, yeah, man, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here with you. You hear that? His name's Reese. See the way you said that? <laughs> Yo, people. Anyway, uh, so yeah, today I have Reese And... It's the first session back, obviously, the first episode back on what I want to do today, literally, is talk about something that a lot of people are obviously going towards with summer around the corner. We're going to talk fitness and nutrition. We're going to talk health and wealth and all that jargon and stuff that comes along with it. Um, A little background on myself. As you all know, you know, I'm Ibs. Um, I do this podcast for a while now, you know. I'm somewhat of a poet and a photographer, but enough of that jargon. Downplay, downplay, I'm downplaying it because, you know... Very modest, very ha- modest. Humble and all that jargon. <laughs> but, uh, Reese, tell the oh, listeners about yourself. Um, I'm, I'm 28. Uh, That's I'm a good age. South London. Um, grew up in a single-parent household. Um, obviously, people can't see me, but uh, I'm mixed race. That's Here we go, all the girls. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> go <on. laughs> Um, you're the ultimate hype man, you know. Just as one of you, I actually fully forgot you're the, you're the ultimate hype man. Um, my dad's Jamaican Indian, my mom's English and Scottish, uh, both born in the UK. Um, yeah, um, currently working as a trainer in a private members' gym in central London. Cool. Um, I'm also a full time athlete, I'm a sprinter, I've been doing so, uh, training so for like over half my life now, 15 years. Okay. Um, and training full time for around seven. Mm-hmm. Um, have a degree in sports science. Went to Brunel. Uh, it's funny enough how, you know, one of my good friends, Michael. Yeah. That's how we met as well. Through Shout out Dua. Also. Yes, Dua. Big man, MD. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure we'll get more into it. Yeah, I'm sure we more. will. But well, yeah. Um, if I can't talk about myself, give them the yeah. details. Humble, yeah. Oh, you know. You have to be in it. Um, <laughs> So you say you do like athletics. Yes, yes, yes. yes um, and you're a sprinter. What do you clock on a hundred meters? Oh, well, actually, hundred is actually not my event. Oh, okay. I'm, so I'm a two hundred. So what do you clock on two hundred? Yeah. So twenty twenty one five is my PB. Okay. How does that compare? Well, it, that's that's a very good question. It's very subjective. Whether you, you want to compare it to, um, uh, compare it to Usain Bolt. He's no, let's compare it. Let's compare it to. The UK athletes, UK okay. two hundred meter runners that are actually like let's say gearing up for twenty twenty next year. Okay, yeah. So for those guys, they're running um, twenty point lows to okay. nineteen point highs. Okay. Um, so there's like a second, just over a second gap, which doesn't sound like a lot in in layman's terms in mm. terms of timing, but uh, on the track that's over ten meters. So um, they're clocking that ten meters just a bit quicker, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, when you get towards the lower end of the, the, the time and spectrum in terms mm. of athletics and spring, mm. um, I guess the same with distances, you know, on the field as well, throwing, 
the the margins are very small. Mm. So you make your biggest gains, I guess, earlier on in your in your development. Yeah. Or for the general population, that yeah. would be the case. Um, but yeah, as you as you get through, to, as you go start going through the through the processes, yeah. through the training, things slowly start to slow down a little bit. I guess you could say the same thing for for weight loss. For those okay. that are perhaps slightly overweight, yeah. have the have the adipose the fat tissue to lose. It goes quickly, mm. and then you get to that hard part. It's stubborn, and you're mm. working hard, and you're eating well. Mm. It's just not coming off. No, it's, I hear it's, that. It's very similar to like that. Okay, and uh, have we got any goals with the running? Like, yes. Is it, is it just this um, or no? So I mean, it is absolutely a passion of mine. Mm. Um, the aim is to compete for Great Britain. Mm. Uh, that would be like the starting point. Mm. Everyone always says Olympics, Olympics. Gets excited and you see the eyes light. Oh, it is because we've got twenty twenty next year, isn't it? It's, it's a massive event. Mm. Um, but in comparison, I mean, people often obviously did athletics when they were younger, mm. did the hundreds. Mm. Everyone's obviously very quick to show that in obviously in a, always uh, school sports days. Yeah, but um, when you start getting up to this level, it's really the 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 people that are really on it stay in it, mm. and people that are not, they go and work Drift in the city. On. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out you city workers. Yeah, I'm not a city worker. Um, shout out you city workers. I mean, I get it, man. I get it. You need to get the money, or you you're attracted by the money. Mm. Uh, you want a certain lifestyle, and um, being a sprinter, sorry ladies, I'm not balling. It's, it's a tough <laughs> lifestyle to have. Um, it's all on you at the end of the day. There's no team sport in it. There's mm. everything is on you. Mm. So you have to make the sacrifices and do what's right in order for you to uh, set, you know, achieve those goals that you've set for yourself. How does uh, just a quick one? Mm-hmm. How does sponsorship work with athletics? Okay. Because you see, with like football teams, they're obviously got. I mean, you've got teams in any sort of sport, like a team sport, they're all supplied by a, a maker or such. Yes. But when you go to running, you have to be sponsored, right? It definitely helps, bro. It definitely helps. When, you, um, when you're on UK, so that's the governing body for British mm-hmm. athletics, um, if you're in like the top tier, mm-hmm. I think you get around 30 grand a year. Um, and with that, there might come a few extra additional sponsorships. And what's that 30k for? You. So for you, yeah. Okay. So that's for you to basically survive. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, there isn't such a platform as you start going down towards, if you're like grassroots level, mm. um, regional, national level, there's nothing. Okay. So unless you're really doing something massive, mm. there isn't anything for anyone. It's literally like the top 1% are getting that sponsorship and getting So in money. essence, is it like a doggy dog world? In the way that you're, you're all fighting. Because you just said like the top tier. So everyone else who's not in that, they're pretty much fighting to get to that. So everyone else is working. So, that, so by being on that elite funding, mm. it allows you to train, a lot sleep, more eat and train again yeah. get your treatment you know if you have any issues if you have a, a severe injury mm. you've got to get the scan the next day same mm. day um, yeah for everyone else they're working in they're working as teachers shout out to my teachers out there that are grinding because I know a lot of sports um, PE teachers that are doing it although they're on their Easter break now though yeah yeah yeah, yeah two weeks yeah so enjoy that as well enjoy that it. paid leave <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> that's a bonus right yeah there. it is um, yeah but for everyone else like myself I'm self-employed so if I'm not working I'm not earning money Okay. So that's where the, that's where the difficulty lies. But I've been very, 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 very fortunate mm. that uh, in the, my place of work, it's brought me many opportunities mm. and um, brought me in line with across uh, cross paths of many people mm. that are um, able to do many things essentially. So yeah, this year I've actually signed a contract with a company. Okay. Who's um, they're a uh, digital cryptocurrency platform. Oh, okay. Um, and they're doing very well. Um, and yeah it's just a, a, you know it's very difficult to get people to give you money mm-hmm, because essentially they're, they're investing in something mm. and for 
people to give you kit, Nike, Adidas, whatever it may be, it's easy for them. It's costing them minimal, minimal money to make a product. Mm. And for them to give that to you mm-hmm. and say, yeah, 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 like wear this. Mm. Don't get me wrong, that's great. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not putting food on the table. No. It's not paying for my treatments. Because when you're training at that level that I am now, and many athletes are, you need to get the treatment. Yeah. You need to get the massage. You need to get sports massage. You need to go see your osteo. Mm. You need to get these things to keep, you know, you can't run a Ferrari continuously and not get it serviced. No, of course not. Just you have to, you have to pay for the service. Yeah, of course. So it's all part and parcel of that kind of um, lifestyle, of that engagement in that sport. So, um, yeah, very fortunate this year, man, to get picked up and given that. No, that's good. You said that you um, work in a gym mm-hmm. of such. So it's like private members or? Yes. So you have like a private members section upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a, a pay to play, pay to play if you like. So it's... Um, just come in, pay for the class. So what sort of downstairs. like, so what sort of workouts do you do? Yeah, so I teach um, what we call strength and tone in that platform, uh, which is more like a slow and controlled class. Oh, okay. Um, which includes kettlebells, dumbbells, uh, TRXs. Yeah. Um, also teach an SNC class. SNC class is a strength conditioning, and that uh, entails also the same equipment. We also have some assault bikes in the room as well. They're a killer. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. If you like those, you're a sadist. No, I do. Yeah? Yeah, because these okay. like at my gym, so I go pure gym, shout out the pure gym members, you know, yes. if we can't afford Covering anything else. Aspects, yes. Um so at that gym we have two assault bikes and they have a mode where you can do twenty second sprint, ten second rest, eight yeah, rounds. Like a tabata type yeah, style. Like eight rounds. Mm-hmm. That is a killer. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, when you hit like right. twelve seconds, that mm-hmm. last eight seconds is tough. Mm-hmm. Especially in like your fourth round. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the effects it has cardio-wise and the strength wise, it just I'm just sweating buckets. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And what do you use at the beginning of your session? Or end. I always do cardio end. Okay. Because I feel like if I smash cardio at the start, yes. I don't have to. I can't do the strength because I've okay. my energy is being exhausted. Okay. Okay. So I always do weights first. Okay. Some people do it the other way. No, yeah, that works for you. I've though. always you worked it out. That works for you. That weight works. Then cardio mm-hmm. after. Like I bang a lot of spin. Okay. I think spin's sick. I hate spin. No, see, I don't get what people's no. uh, spin is sick. A spin 45 minute class, I will hit 10 miles, so 16 km, and do about 400 calories. I'm dripping in it. And you come off thinking, yeah. So, what you need to do is <laughs> come and do my Versa class. Because okay. you asked me about my classes, right? Yeah, of course I have, yeah. So, we have the SNC studio, mm-hmm. which covers two, two or three classes that I teach in there. Then we also have the cardio studio. Mm. Now, that studio right there is a madness. Is that that thing you show on your Versa class? That Shout out to my Versa climbers. Climbing, yes. Nice. This is a whole body. This is this is why I love Versa, mm. and I don't like so much the spin because to me, spinning your legs round at a huge amount of RPM, mm. I don't even know because I'm not into it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I'm not gonna give you numbers. You can hit 150, 160 reps per. And holding a dumbbell above your head and doing bicep curls to me, that's just ridiculous. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that. But we rarely do the curls. It's literally just spin, spin, okay. spin, spin, spin. So say I'm hitting 160 reps per minute in my fastest. Yeah. Okay. On a percentage of like. 40%. For me, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then if we climb 100%, you're going to obviously slow. You might even just hit 30 reps per minute. Mm-hmm. But then after that, if I go back into a spin, my legs just feel like they're just, I can run and or cycle for as long as because yeah. I feel like I've got the, what's the, the goal to do that. Okay, you said you said run as well. Yeah. So you, okay, so you feel like it has some like layover application. Yeah, of course. I love running. Like all that. Because to me, there. cycling, I don't, you don't get hip extension when you're cycling. No, of course not. So for me, being a sprinter, where hip mm. extension is essential, mm. uh, a part of me being better at what I do, mm. it doesn't it doesn't make any sense for me to do that. Okay, so I was actually meant to teach at a very good so you don't spin center. No, I don't. 
Okay. I don't. So that's why Versa is also great mm. from my perspective because mm. it opens up the body and you hit triple extension and every, if you if you do it right with every step, because you're using your whole body, so you're pushing and pulling mm. almost like on an assault bike as yeah. you are, but in yeah. a in a in a linear motion, yeah. and you're lifting your knees up and driving your heels down okay. in a linear motion as How well. How long is the sessions going for? They're forty five minutes. Oh, okay. And, and you're burning calories. Some people be burned between seven and nine hundred calories. I might have to yeah. visit this session. Yeah. Try that. I do like trying what we, what, we, what we call climb to the beat. So we have a variance of um, instructors. Okay. For myself, I like a bit of jungle. I also okay. bring in some deep house or, or vocal house. Shout out you deep house guys, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I try to cater for everyone to be honest. Of course, yeah, yeah. But I always feel like a good playlist can really it's make essential. the session great. It's essential, as you know, for spin as well. Mm. If you don't have a good playlist in a cut, I don't know. For me, cheese is not the one. So mm. if I went to like a spin class, which I have done in the past when yeah. I was testing, mm. And that someone's playing cheese and disco. No, no, no. I said this is not for me. No, of course. But mine, they play. It's not so that. it's all dance or house. Okay. It has because you you ride to the beat. Yes, and that's you know? what it's climbing to the yeah, beat yeah, yeah. for us. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. But no, man, different strokes are different folks. Whatever no, of course. You and what you enjoy. But I'm definitely gonna jump on this session. I'll tell the the, the listeners how it went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the gym's called BXR, by the way. BXR. I'm not yeah. trying to hide it. Out. No, yes. no. It's called um. BXR. It's called BXR. Okay. Where uh, is it? Uh, it's in Baker Street. Baker Street. Okay. Yes. Have you only got one? There's only one so far. Okay. Um, they are opening up two locations very soon. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. How much the sessions cost? Like, what's the price? Is that how, how much people pay them? Okay. Yeah. That's 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 what people really want to know. Mm. So, um, for one class, I believe it's thirty pounds. Oh my days. Thirty pounds. Ooh. I know. Ooh. But when you look at the the class packages, yeah, it breaks down to six pounds a class. How many classes? Thirty. So it's one hundred eighty pounds for thirty classes six pounds if correct me if i'm but, wrong but that's pretty like it's the same price if not better than pure gym okay is that is that um and that's the, uh, sorry that's not just uh one studio so you can use the versa you can do cardio you can do the snc how long studio. was 180 pound last year like out of those 30 sessions most people most people can you do them over two months or is uh, it three months maximum okay yeah yeah, yeah. So uh, we've also got a boxing studio as well oh, i love boxing um I think there's 20 bags in there. Mm. They run both like uh, technical sessions and sort of like fun um, boxing inspired workouts or two. And how much are they? Or so it's, it's all the same platform. So oh, you pay your okay. £30 a class or you're like for each of the studios, they do have offers as well mm-hmm. running at times. Um, so that they had a first time Versa. Yeah. Doing Versa is a very different movement a lot of people haven't done before. Mm. So they did a first time Versa where you get three, three climbs for £30. Okay. So by the third one, you're really like up to date and you're yeah. understanding what you need to do, where your body needs to be. Mm. Um, I likened it to, um, I always likened it to driving a car. For those that have, obviously you have a driving license and mm. drive. When you first start learning, your only processes are how to change gear, yeah. to look in your mirrors, mm. uh, not looking at the wider environment per mm. se, just what's in front of you directly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but as you, as reverse it, you're just focusing on like trying to hit the beat and focus on actually moving to the beat yeah but as you as you get better at it you don't worry about the movement because the movement now becomes autonomous as does driving yeah you can now be like oh there's a plane above you or oh look at that over there mm. so your 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 perception your mind's able to open up and just just enjoy the environment a lot more i hear that i hear get that. the first time first uh, yeah yeah I'll, I'll, we'll talk after yeah, by the way can i just say disclaimer in that your trim is looking mad you're making oh. uh, i need a haircut because it's been a couple of weeks yeah but your trim is on it's live <laughs> and the beard you're going for that stubble close shaved beard i need a trim shout oh. out my barber i'm going to be visiting you next week joe's mad i actually cut it off i had really long hair i had like a top knot for three years oh well done 
um, and I said on Thursday, you know what, um, I'm going away next week, and I wanted to fresh train. I wanted to lighten up. Oh yeah. When I've been thinking about it for like a month. I got one with a training. When do you go though? Uh, uh, Tuesday. So when did you get a haircut? Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Do you know what? That's, per- I, that's perfect marination there. It is. It is very good marinade marination, but there's also an amazing barber in Tenerife, mm. uh, which I know has got the fade. The fade oh, is unlocked. Okay. So I haven't got to worry about anything. Okay. So even when it gets to that slightly awkward yeah. So I know the sun's going to make my hair grow as well. Mm. So after that week, boom. How long you go for? Fresh trade. Three weeks. Okay. Let me just say, as a side note, guys... Kind of applies to girls. When you get your trim, if you've got an event on the Saturday, get your hair cut on the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Two-day marination is vital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to let the hair marinate on the Wednesday night, the Thursday and the Friday. So come Saturday, it's, it's a peak, settled. peak condition. That Saturday, Sunday, Monday is when you need to go out and just make sure everyone sees your trim. If you want to be a hoe, be a hoe with it. Trust me, it works. Anyway, anyway let's roll into this. Yeah? Sure, so, man. Obviously, health and wealth, all this jargon, I'm sure we've got listeners here who are, you know, trying to get their summer bodies and the stuff, right? If yes. I was to ask you about simple stuff like gang gym, mm-hmm. people talk about routines and they say, oh, I need to go four times a week. I need to do, you know, two weight sessions, two cardio sessions or three weight, <laughs> one ear and all that stuff. Or yes. I need to be in the gym for an hour and a half and you do this many classes a week. Would you say you need a certain amount of time to go a week? Would you also say that one like weights or cardio outweighs the other so would you say cardio outweighs weights weights outweigh cardio or what um from my perspective and sorry last question go do you need to sustain a a proper routine in how you target your body areas or can you go in there and say i'll do total body total body or do you have to say monday arms tuesday this wednesday that break da 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 okay Gone. It's quite a few questions there, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. I'm gonna try hit there. Go on, hit go on. Um, from my perspective, you don't necessarily need to program in the way that you mm. just kind of like mentioned. What I would say is the government recommends you do thirty minutes of exercise a day, mm. whether that be like a walk, whether that be uh, squats and burpees, whether that be you go ride a bike. Firstly, first, like first things first. And I've been having this conversation with my mum very recently, trying to get her to be more active. Um, try and hit that first. Yeah. So even if you say to yourself, "I can't make gym today," mm. you know what? Get off the train like a few stops earlier if you're not going to gym, and just do a little bit of walking. Because maybe you've been sat down all day. Probably have. You've ate your maybe your lunch at work mm. at the desk, and um, and then you're just gonna go straight home and get back into bed. So if anything, just do the thirty minutes of walking mm. as a as a as a starting point. Um, because many people are, are so uh, intimidated by going to a gym or yeah, going to a, a place to work yeah. out. Um, so I would say first things first, just hit that. 30 minutes of exercise a day, whether that be walking, cycling, running, jogging, burpees, high mountains, a little bit of core, like whatever it is, do what's right for you. Mm. Find, find something you enjoy doing and do that. First things first. Um, if you are going to go to a gym and you do want to... Uh, do some programming I think from my perspective and from what the research shows it's great to have a both a combination of doing cardio mm. and resistance training um, not just for you know physical appearance mm-hmm. but for your internal health and for your longevity of health um, a lot of people that get Alzheimer's Parkinson's 
those de degenerative diseases often come off a lack of um, physical activity later in life. Okay. So live a very sedentary lifestyle, a mm. uh, lack of resistance training, and Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, things start to break down very, mm -hmm. very quickly. So, I mean, I always try and be like a fortune teller, right? In, in terms of not seeing what I'm doing now for yeah. now, but okay. seeing what I'm doing now for the future. Okay. Kind of a little bit different for me because I'm training full-time as an athlete and it's basically my life. Yeah. People go to their work and, and do their work and I go to the track and do my runs and mm. do my weights. So I can understand from that perspective, it's a little bit different. But for those of you out there that are kind of living a sort of nine to five, just find, again, find something that you enjoy doing. Like it hasn't got to be weights. It's such a, um, I think almost like a social stigma that you have to go gym mm -hmm. and you have to do weights. You have to do squats. You have to do mm -hmm. leg press. Mm -hmm. um, you have to get on the stepper for those gyms that have got the, the stepper and do 30 or 40 minutes. Um, you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Don't do I would say like try not to be led by uh, other people's ideas of what they want to do. I find that literally just find what's right for you. Mm. Um, whether that be you mean taking up another sport, so yeah. like you might enjoy table tennis. Mm. Look for a local tennis oh. table tennis club. Like ladies, if you enjoy a netball, there's loads of. Oh, netball sick, um, it's a great sport to watch. Uh, uni, I used to love watching. It. I used to live with a few girls that did netball as well. Um, yeah, it's such a fast-paced sport, but it's it's like find it's literally just finding what's right for you, man. Mm. Um, I I don't I know I've missed a few questions in there. No, Is it's there cool. anything else that you? came up that you might want to like, ask I, we could actually yeah because everyone goes oh I want to tone up I want six pack six pack six pack a lot of people say I want six pack six packs oh, or in like guys case six pack girls case they just say oh, I might want to use like, the belly fat and all that stuff right. let's just say for instance yeah um, best way to gain that and lose the belly fat mm -hmm. um, first things first we will have six packs FYI. You hear that, guys? You will have a six-pack. Everybody pack. has a six-pack. But it just depends on how much fat is on top of that, which determines whether it's shown, whether it's visible or not. Mm. Um, it's a little bit different for guys than it is for girls because girls have a higher hormone um, factor to play with Yeah. in terms of like fat breakdown and where fat mm. leaves the body from. Um, generally speaking, the guys do hold weight around their midsection if they do hold a, a, a fat. But um, in terms of losing it, again, it's finding out what's right for you. Mm. Um, you do need to work from the outside yeah. in, but also in terms of like what you're putting in your body, yeah. but also looking at it from the inside out and actually working those muscles as well. Mm. Um, and that's actually something that it might sound ridiculous to some people, but very recently I was like, wow, I did, I did a very modified crunch, which tries, for those that are really into fitness, you avoid like a flexion position through the spine. Mm. For me, that's no good. Flexion is, is not a good thing that we need to be in all the time. Okay. So it's focusing on keeping the, the spine in alignment in a nice neutral position. And I did some crunches the other day in this modified way and I was like, wow, I did 20, my abs were burning. Mm. And this is something that's training every day, you know, 25, 30 hours a week. So it's amazing how much when you don't work an individual muscle group, um, how much, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. So if you want to gain it, you need to, you need to use it. Mm. Uh, and like I said, often, Abs are not necessarily made in the gym, they're made no. in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, losing body fat isn't, it partially is down to your training, but more so is down to eating, mm. diets, mm. sleep, mm. hydration. Sleep, yeah, we'll get to that one. Yeah. Um, 
all these things that people often overlook they're they're, they're knocking down uh, uh supplements like they're going out of fashion mm. but they're sleeping three hours a night they're only drinking a liter of water a day and um perhaps they're living very high stressful lifestyles which is preventing them from ever losing the fat that they're potentially holding on to mm-hmm. um so one thing i'll say to everyone out there is try not to overcomplicate the situation break things down very simply okay i have a goal of losing let's just say like three pounds or five pounds over the next month mm. how am i going to attain that let's just look at sleep am i getting adequate quality sleep every single night if not change that yeah. that's one step <clears throat> am i hydrated enough am i drinking enough water i personally i have this big bottle with me today it's a mm-hmm. liter i try and drink four of those a day four. then any coffee tea green tea whatever herbal it is that, that's on top okay so i have four liters of actual water and then any other additional liquids is on top which which is obviously just a benefit yeah cool um but so many people are not drinking enough water they carry around these tiny little 200 ml bottles because it looks good in their hands yeah of carry, yes. and they're sipping on that throughout the day and then that's enough for them they say we're over 80 percent water mm. so what do you think is happening if you're not replenishing those cells and not aging all these processes that are sorry aiding all these processes that are going on in our bodies mm. if you're not hydrating it's, it's, no, I hear that. it's like running a car without oil you need to keep replanting the oil at some stage I'll go back to that Ferrari analogy mm. if not putting in a good fuel and a by good the way oil, I'm drinking a lot more water <laughs> he's put down the juice and sipping on the water apple juice is gone yeah yes okay I get that sugars. and then like that's toning but let's yes. say losing weight because a lot of people say, I want to tone, weight, tone but yes losing weight is a calorie game okay at the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, again not overcomplicating the situation calories in calories out to, in order to lose weight you need to input less calories than what's going out so if you're burning 2000 calories a day you need to potentially only consume let's say somewhere between like 15 and 1800 calories a day so you're always in a deficit mm. another one thing that makes that very very difficult is that people are our culture our like age group those between like kind of like 20 and 30 let's say or 20 and 35 um especially working in the city perhaps yeah. everything needs to be quick fast mm. therefore we don't cook meals we buy them the problem with that is that when you buy meals there's a high level of potentially fat sugar salt uh and carbohydrate which isn't of a good quality mm. in order for your body to achieve or attain or attain the goal which are set for yourself i.e losing weight yeah or you know we're sipping on these Juices, for example, mm. not to put you on blast, bro. It's apple juice. Tesco's finest, yeah, go on. Concentrated or non-concentrated? Don't know, let me open my phone. It is... Concentrated. Okay. Try and get the non-concentrated. Yeah, yeah, next time, non-concentrated. Next time I come in. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get on the bin after this. Um, yeah. But no, going back to the losing weight, um, it's a calories... It's a calorie game, so you just—it's mm. for people to kind of understand and start learning what they're putting in their bodies, mm. and try and make and making meals. I know? make meals every day, yeah. so I—I'm—I mean, I live on my own, so I kind of have to, but I always take food into work. That's amazing. Yeah. Always, always, always. More so because the work, the food in my work is like expensive. It's like five quid a meal, and I don't yeah. want to spend. And you know what? That's actually cheap compared to a lot of what people are paying. Oh no! When you go, like, I work in Chiswick, so I'm out of the city. Yes. But guys in the city, they'll pay like nine quid for. A, a food box with, guys yeah yeah so if let's just say 10 pounds yeah 10 pounds monday to friday it's 50 quid it's 50 pounds yeah add and that over the month yeah, that's course. 200 pounds you're spending it on meals which you don't know what's gone into it like you might say like oh grilled chicken meze with like salad <laughs> and brown yeah. rice yeah but you don't know where that's come from you don't know the yeah, source no, yeah. and for me that, again that's why i cook all my food yeah. 
Um, no, I have to cook my food. I really like to know where everything comes from. Because I, um, I, like, I have a friend at work and uh, I ask her, oh, you know, cook? She goes, nah, just buy food from work, buy food. And she's always buying food from work and I'm thinking, just cook. She's like, mm. don't have the time. A lot of people don't have the time. They say they don't have the time. Yeah, that's they a very interesting the topic. Man. They say they don't have the time, but I know Because guess what? people who can have the time. Elon Musk is out here building spaceships. Yeah, cool. he's got the same 24 hours as us, man. No, of course. You only get, to, I mean, yeah, time is what you want to use it or not. But I've always felt that cooking food just makes it easier. So when I'm in work, I just warm up or whatever or whatever and just eat it. And yeah. then I'm fine. It doesn't necessarily mean I save money. Yeah. It just means that the food I know what I'm putting in my body is the stuff that I've yeah. cooked in it. And if, and if going back to that goal, if you have like a goal of, of oh man, I want to put on two kilos of muscle this for summer. Mm. I want to lose some weight and turn up a little mm. bit. Then you're keeping an eye on that and you're tracking it and you're, mm. under, you're, you're understanding what's going in your body. Mm. Um, and it's much easier as time goes by because, you know, we all have big lifestyles now. Yeah, right? of course. Everything's flowing at 100 million miles an hour, especially with us living in London. Mm. And it's very easy for like, you're like, rah, even now I'm thinking, how are we in April already? Oh no, the year's going fast. It's going very Before fast. Before you know it, it's summer. Um, yeah, it's a scary thought, man. It's a scary thought. And for that, with that being said, it's like, how are we, how are we tracking this? Mm. And by buying meals continuously, there's not like, I feel like you're not, because you're not making something, your brain's not really processing the fact that you, you've eaten something, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm. So you can go a week or two weeks gone by and you're like, what have I really been eating? Yeah. Whereas if you're making your meals every day, you kind of track it. You yeah. kind of know roughly. Yeah. You kind of know and that's the kind of potential difference between you achieving that goal saying that and you not saying that though um, this is not a factor of people buying food but it's more what people can afford and what they mm-hmm. can eat because we'll sit here now and say I'll, say I'll cook my own food and you'll say you cook yours and there's people out there who will buy it yes. but then there's also people out there who are on lower wages yep. who can't necessarily buy the good foods now we all know that for you to eat well, you have to spend quite well sometimes. Yeah, what's good? What's good food? All right, let's give you, let's just say the meat consumption. So like if someone okay. wants to go out and get chicken or someone wants to go out and get steak or someone wants to get fish or someone wants to get the leaner meats or whatever, even stuff like the veg and that, you really have to sometimes spend to attain good food. Some people can't do that. Yeah. So they have to, they're on lower wages they've got more bills coming out and, or yeah. they, live in, they, they live in these rooms that are like 800, 900 pounds for, yeah, yeah. for rent. Their wage doesn't sufficiently help them do that. Mm-hmm. So they go out and buy food that might not be so desirable. So it does have an adverse effect sometimes. And you know what? That's the way like the external and the wider community, if you like, comes into play in terms of location of living and um, what's available to you. Mm-hmm. So like you might... In your area, just be like you bear chicken shops. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? And of course, that that then because I always say out of sight, out of mind. When mm. I go into my kitchen, I make sure that there was no biscuits. There's none of that, and if there is, it's in a cupboard out of the way. So when I go in, I you don't see, see that stuff. Mm. So, but for us, obviously, like growing up and having those things so easily, uh, red, uh, readily, readily available for us, and then now we're getting older, and we're starting to understand our bodies a bit more, and we're starting to have sort of goals and mm. things and aims we want to achieve within our body and our health. Um, we still have that sort of programming in our minds mm. that oh man let me just go get, go get a piece of chicken no of course it's simple oh, KFC simple or Uber Eats would deliver me McDonald's I might yeah. have to pay an extra quid but like, I don't have to cook Yeah, and then I know I've just been fed and I can chill or oh, I'm on my way home there's a chicken shop 
it's you know about what? three kids for yeah. chicken and chips. Yeah, yeah I just get it. It's one night. Yeah, that one night turns into four, yeah. and then over the month it's turning into nine over it's, the month, it's, and it's just. But that does happen, and a lot of people don't cook because one they can't, yeah, or two they don't want to, and three they just they're tired from their work all day. If you don't want to, then I can't help you. Yeah, like, you can't help people that don't no, want to help course, Of course, but, but if you do want to attain something then it's for you to say, okay, I'm going to take action. Mm. Um, Lidl and like Audi, those kind of places, mm. amazing. Like you can get, you Cheap. necessarily like the best quality, mm. but you can get the healthy, the, you know, the, all your salad stuff, you mm. can get all your potatoes and all your veg. Uh, if you are eating meat, then you can get okay meat, okay fish there. Mm. Um, if not from your local market, yeah. where often like you might get a larger piece, but you get, it'll be a, and it'll be a lot cheaper than it will be in the supermarket. So it's almost like, no one said it's gonna be easy, man. No, of course we're pro- we're programmed into a society, into a lifestyle of mm. um, of this continuous like cycle of eating not so great food, working a nine to five between the ages of like twenty five to sixty five or seventy. Mm. We might have a few kids in that time, a few grandchildren, we die. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, like yeah. where's the? You really take somebody to kind of step outside the box. Mm. I feel like as as our generation are kind of on now, mm. I'm really starting to wake up to the idea of raw. There's so much more to life than just working a nine to five. That's why I, I I don't know. It's weird. I don't know who I said this to. Man, I said this to one of my boys. I said I feel like our generation, the millennials, if you whatever yeah. you want to call them, we need to retire the generation above us. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a bad way, but we need to retire them. Because their mindset is still running in companies and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But until we retire them, I don't see a massive change. We're the next ones, the right. 25 to 35. We need to retire the, the ages above us to then get our stuff out. Because right. we've grown up with technology, with the changing of everything. We've seen it all. Everything, yeah. So we have the mindset to say, like, you lot, you lot old now. We're retiring you lot. We're taking your positions and we're going to change it. Because yeah, we see life new, differently. Yeah. yeah. We travel a lot more. The environment in which they've grown, the environment which we've grown is... is we travel a lot more, we do a lot more. We want so many sources of income. We want to be this, this week, this, that week, this, this week, this, that week. Well, it's you know, a site of entrepreneurs, right? We're, we like, are, yeah. we are. So we have a different mindset. Than, so much wider for us. And that's why when you said, oh, we get 65, 75, we die. We, you're born and you're dead. The time in between is how you use it or you don't. Because it don't wait. So that's why I think we're the ones who are retired. And then it, hopefully it does change. But one thing I picked up on what you said there was food. Yes. Food's a massive thing, right? Huge. Now, I'm, I'm a meat eater. I love it. Now, a lot more people are, over the last two, three years, going away from meat. Mm-hmm. Might not say a lot. Let's just say a percentage. It's, it's, it's very steadily increasing. Yes. So sure. let's say a percentage of people are now leaving meat. Maybe not be permanently, but, you know, leaving meat and starting to have a relationship with vegetarians or... The vegans that have come yep. out now. When you say come out, vegans have been around for a long time. See, that's now. the thing. I don't know that yeah. they've been that for a long time. Yeah. This little population has grown. It's like the walking dead. Now, <laughs> they have, I don't know what it is, but they have just grown. Now, you yeah. see it a lot more on TVs, social media, everywhere. Yes. They've opened stores. They're everywhere. Like, I went to Box Park a couple of weeks ago. I went, oh, that looks nice. It was just vegan related. Mm. But it was like vegan burgers and all this stuff. 
What's the benefit? You sound like you got some resistance there. No, but what's the benefit? You like you're, like a, no, like you're saying just, it with resistance. I just want to know like what. You've had an outrage. You're no, like, why are all these shots I'm, popping I'm, up yeah. with bean burgers? Like, yeah. where is the bean? Like, what's a bean burger? <laughs> now, someone tell me, please, if you're a listener, please tweet us or whatever. What is a bean burger? What is a meatless, but it's called a chicken burger, but it's not chicken? Corn. It's made from corn. It's made from seitan. Uh, yeah, this is what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like, I'm not against it. If you want to be vegan, be vegan. Beans I just, I just, I just Bread want to know. I just want to know the health benefits to it. Yeah. I want to know why, because people, I feel like you see on social media, you're killing animals. You're killing animals. Killing animals. Yes. Okay. Cool. I get it. We're killing animals. Yeah. Yes. But you were killing animals at one point. You stopping eating that doesn't necessarily mean Ibs will stop eating it. Yeah. So the animals are still going to get killed. So please don't use the old killing animals nostalgia nonsense. Childish mm-hmm. nostalgia thing. Just tell me the health benefits of why you should skip meat, go vegan or vegetarian. The floor is yours. <sighs> Man, it's a big it's a big stage step out onto you. Thank you. It's thank you. Like, no worries. Just sum it up as, as short as you can if that helps. Because I just don't understand it. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't understand it either. And in 2015, uh, one of my uh, friends who was vegan who is vegan, um, she invited me to uh, a place called V-Fest. No, beg your pardon, it's called Just V. It was at Olympia. It was a vegetarian and vegan festival. Um, Foods, products, uh, lifestyle services, potentially, in terms of like uh, cruelty to animals and um, saving the planet organizations, if you like. Um, All of that stuff was under under one roof. Um, And I, again, didn't understand it. At this time, I was... I've grown up drinking milk mm. from the cow, eating all kinds of meat, pork, mm. fish, lamb, whatever it is, I'm involved up until that point. Mm. And I did a, I did a, a, a virtual reality of a pig slaughterhouse. Lovely. And from that point, my life changed. Mm. Honestly, um, I think we're, we're society are very um, sort of ignorance is bliss. It is. And you know, it's, it's, sorry, I'm just trying to like put a piece it all together. But if you, if you, if you stay ignorant to the processes of the life that the animal entails, then you're never going to understand why people go vegan or why people go vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, from that point onwards, I cut out pork, I cut out beef, I cut out lamb and I cut out dairy. I said, it's just, it's just mm-hmm. for me, from the animal welfare side of it, the animal welfare perspective of it. For me, I was drinking, well, I was like, why am I drinking this white stuff, which is made, which has been produced by a female cow for her baby. Mm. It's not meant for humans. Mm-hmm. But we're in this cycle, again, I have to go back to that thing of being in a, a cycle and sort of, we've been programmed that this is what we need. Yeah. Strong bones, drink calcium. What? No, it's actually, there's clinical studies that show that drinking cow's milk reverses that um, calcification process it, it mm-hmm. weakens our bones okay but again I don't want to get too much into the scientific no, type, no, but for me it was the for me it was the um, the environmental and the animal welfare side I was like why am I encouraging this process of cows being artificially inseminated they're giving birth to, they, they carry a, a young the same way that human women do nine months yep. so they give birth if it's a female great if pharmacist we can build her up, if I artificially impregnate her, she'll become a milking cow. When she's too tired, after roughly four births, we're gonna slaughter her instead of for meat. 
A cow should live to be on sort of 25, 30 years. Mm. Dairy cows live to four years, maybe five. That's four or five births, roughly, maybe six, if they're really strong. But then they're done. Mm. Cool, sell it for me. So for me, it was like, why am I encouraging and endorsing this process? It doesn't make any sense. For the someone who, why do we care about dogs, but we don't care about cows? Why do we care? Why are we patting our cats, but we don't care about the sheep, or we don't care about uh, pigs? Mm. Animal, adult pigs have the same intellect as an eight-year-old child. Mm. They would decipher and understand emotion and behaviours. Again, this is all stuff that we kept very blindsided by, and like there will be like a happy cow on your dairy dunker. There's nothing happy about it. If it's a male cow, if it's a vil, uh, you know, it's vil. Vil market is very little. It's very, it's very small. So generally speaking, that uh, baby male cow is going to be shot in the head. Is done, and they'll sell it for me, or they'll just throw it in a throw it in an incinerator. It's no good to the industry. Mm. Again, for me, it was just understanding these processes. Yeah. I'm like, why am I endorsing it? Mm. So kind of coming out of that a little bit, and going through the going through the years now. I've been I've, I was vegan for nearly four years, and for me, it got to a point with my athletics that I was really struggling to eat as much as I needed okay. and recover as much as I needed okay. in order to perform at a level I needed to. So very, very recently I brought back in fish and um, there's a market around the corner from me in Marylebone where I get like the really, really high quality chicken. Okay. Um, and, that's, and again, I don't endorse the processes that mm. the animal goes through to get to my plate, but I know for a fact that what's gone into that animal is very, very minimal mm. compared to what if anything, compared to what is being put into our shelves, uh, Tesco, Morrison's, Isaiah's, Breeze, Asda, wherever you're getting your meat from, can you really trust it? Mm-hmm. That's one thing I would say. And that's why a lot of people are getting sick. So many people come in so sick so soon, 50 years old, dying from like some kind of heart condition. Mm. Why? Because their arteries are so clogged up from the amount of terrible quality meat that they've been consuming. Um, I get that. So... It's a big thing because people become more aware. Why people become more aware? Because social media and the digital platform is ex- Given exploding platform, to a level mm. that perhaps, again, maybe a different story, but we as humans are not actually able to comprehend at the minute. Mm. We were never designed as humans to look at our phones, to look at a digital screen, no. to, uh, to go to a shop and uh, buy a piece of meat. It's in, our, it's in our DNA to go chase after something, kill it, cook it and eat it yeah. and then perhaps we wouldn't do that again for another couple of days maybe a week we'd use the whole animal again going back to that process of understanding what we're using it for mm-hmm. so I'm again encouraging that, that process I'm yeah. not if I was to I mean I know personally I couldn't go and kill those animals no I don't think so I said if I couldn't kill it mm. I'm not eating it okay um, and there's no there's no there's no sort of uh, blurred area with that yeah uh, when you're vegan like, that's your perspective that's what it is I didn't buy any leather shoes in that time I didn't endorse any products that but had anything to do with animal skincare products nothing mm. um, it really is a lifestyle I think people just see it as like a fad or like this craze or a cult per se mm. they're extremists let me just say they're extremists in every single area of society in the world that we live in in every aspect of life mm. there is an extremist of course. that sees things way beyond the um, ideologies of normal society and a normal functioning society that we live in so of course there are extreme people that like slate people for eating meat and eating fish and eating dairy 
but at the same time there are also a lot of people that are just going about their business yeah and it's just where i live and mm. that, that was one thing i was very prominent with is that when i became vegan i was like you know what like i want people to know as much as possible mm. about the processes and then from there they can make their own choice informed yeah, informed choice decision okay. on on it uh i see you've brought some notes yes my bro what's these notes so um i brought notes mainly on sleep okay this is a factor that i'm sure a lot of people do um suffer from i don't sleep I, my sleeping's terrible like i get of solid sleep everyone will say oh i slept like four or five hours but how much of that is solid solid like so i don't i've always had crap sleep i don't really nap either but i would still function yes now i don't know whether that's Un- underlying energy that just keeps you going mm-hmm. or at one point I'm just going to shut down mm-hmm. and at that point I'm finished but I always feel like I can just get through it even if I've had like three or four hours sleep with give me the notes with um with sleep it's very individual based for me I know I need between seven and nine hours every night see that's criminal I'm, I don't think I've had that for the longest and I'm, I'm talking years yeah and is that solid sleep is that you so yeah I, I use I do use a sleep um, I think, yeah, sleep, sleep app. app to monitor it a lot of the time but very recently I've become so aware of the um, severe detriment of us looking at screens so late at night mm. and having phones so close to our beds that I've actually been leaving my phone downstairs and not using the app and just using my alarm on my watch okay um, as a wake up call yeah but um, I know there's apps or Fitbit. Yeah. I know they track your sleep, so you could still put your phone elsewhere and just use that because it still tracks your mm-hmm. sleep. And then you can wake. I think that does an alarm as well. Mm-hmm. I think a lot more people are using that. I don't know. Was it my mum who told me? Shout out my mum. She was like, "Oh, yes, don't mom. use your don't use your phone." On Mother's Day, she was like, "Okay, don't leave your phone in your pockets. Don't leave your phone near you. Yes. With the radiation and blah blah blah." And it kind of did make sense that obviously I'm looking at my screen at half twelve at night on Terrible, Twitter man, yeah. and. I'm in a dark room because obviously you turn your lights off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a bright light face. Even if you turn the brightness down, it's still a light. Yeah, I know focused. there's like a, you know there's a new feature on not new, yeah, but relatively but, new yeah, feature but on, still, on the phones. It doesn't really matter. It's not really to the level of which it's gonna no, make on. a big impact. Anyway. So yeah, going back to it, man. Um, sleep. Again, Chris, quickly touching back on it as well. When mm. I said about, um, when I said about the. In fact, we don't understand right now as humans how much of an impact these screens are having on our lives. Mm-hmm. We have no real understanding uh, of how much looking at the screen is affecting our brain. Yeah. It's affecting our development, especially children. Mm-hmm. For those of you that got children out there, iPads, screens, late at night, cut it. Yeah. Cut it right now. Got it. Don't wait for the weekend. Do it tonight. No iPads, no phones. Mm. You just don't understand how much of a detriment it potentially is having to your child's development. Mm. As adults, our brains are kind of like formed and they kind of are like as they are. It still isn't great for our sleep. Yeah. But as for a child's development, which is where their brain's still being so malleable and soft, for them to be constantly receiving those kind of shots of dopamine mm. and, and looking at a screen so late. I mean, we're, we're at heart, we're cavemen. Yeah. We wake up at sunrise, we go to bed at sunset. Yeah. And we're in our most recent kind of like t- past two, three generations of fighting that. Uh, you know, even like 100 years ago, bro, we had candles. Mm. There was no, there was no real electricity running through the house. Big lights on, it was a candle in the room. Uh, a fireplace, you know. Mm. These very natural, um, low level sources of light. Now we have big halogen lights in our, yeah. in our, above our heads. We've got big, big 50 inch TV on the wall. 
looking at the phone, maybe iPads next to us, mm. all these external light sources that aren't actually natural and we have no real understanding of what effect they're having on our development, yeah. on our sleep, on our choices. So yeah, getting back into it with mm. regards to the sleep, man. There's, we have these things called telomeres in our brain. Yeah. Telomeres, for those that don't know, it's kind of like, they're like, a shoe, they're like the shoestring to your DNA. Okay. Um, as we get older, kind of go through this, kind of go through life and we, um, they kind of, how do I explain? They kind of, they kind of break down as we, as we get older, these telomeres break down. But the biggest determining factor on how quickly they break down is how much sleep we get. So for those that are kind of dying prematurely at maybe between like 50, 60, uh, maybe perhaps even earlier through um, maybe cognitive dysfunction or just just kaput it man just 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 mm. look, tapping out mm. I guaranteed if you go back and look at those people that set them you looked at their whole lifestyle I guaranteed they're not they didn't sleep well they didn't get quality sleep every night and for those of you that are out there saying like man I haven't got time for like nine hours sleep a night I understand and for me everyone has a different lifestyle I'm physically exer- exerting myself like almost every single day to a very high level and my body needs that rest mm. for some people they just need five hours but that five hours is very high quality they spend a lot of time in that deep stage called called REM rapid eye movement stage mm. where like the most uh, processes are kind of like happening mm. if I put it to you like this it's kind of like a little analogy that I've like, created mm. when we're sleeping our brains have to go sort of like a clean up process so for those like tech geeks out there like your cash your CPU that kind of gets wiped every single night but if you don't get, if you don't allow your brain to get that quality sleep, i.e., because you've been looking at screens, mm-hmm. you ate late, mm. um, or whatever factor it may be, when you do go to sleep, the man comes out with his broom and starts brushing up, perhaps, and let's just say that how well or how efficient you are in getting to sleep determines how wide his broom is. Okay. So how quickly he's going to clean up the process. Okay. But things like hi- lack of hydration, mm. poor poor diet, uh, electronics before bed, or before bed, they're all shortening his uh, his broom length. Mm-hmm. The amount of t- stuff he can clean up during okay. the night. As we go through the night, he's cleaning up, cleaning up. But guess what? If you don't get enough quality sleep, he's gonna put his broom back and go back to uh, you know go back to bed. So when you wake up now, you're feeling groggy. You're feeling like tired, like unrested. Mm. Your eyes are heavy. You're scratching your head like, ah, oh, man, I'm not even ready for today. Guess what? Because your brain's not being cleared. Mm. Your brain's carrying forward the extra trash that you've had the day before. So that, I don't, and again, this is something that's kind of like really comes at the surface of recently and something I'm learning about more and more sort of every day. Listen to podcasts, reading information. Mm. Um, going to like PubMed and looking at journals that are recently coming out and stuff on sleep as mm. well. Um, the stuff's out there. The yeah. stuff is really out there and it just and like you, you've gone back to time as well and said that people just don't have time it's really about making time mm. everyone has 24 hours if it means like they say like the most successful people wake up between 4 and 5 a.m every single day they might go to bed a little bit earlier than most of us let's just say between like 8 and 9 30 mm. um but they're getting they're waking up early in their season a day I'm not saying that's right for everybody but we are a product of our envi- environment so only you can change you know how you're feeling yeah for the greater good many people out there man like you know people love to moan a hundred percent oh they love to moan yeah hundred oh, percent how are you like... feeling say oh i'm tired yeah i'm yeah, stressed yeah oh 
little Johnny this morning, he shit on the floor and did this <laughs> and did that. Like only only we can determine how much we control that. Mm. But um, you know, all these external stresses and, and factors we like to moan about, only you can change it. Mm. When it comes down to you personally, only you can say, you know what? And this is something that my mum's done recently, which I'm so proud of. Mm. Shout out Mumsy. Mumsy's big changes over the past few months. We have it's, to. it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to see the growth of somebody so close to you. Mm. Um, but yeah, she said, you know what? I need sleep. She's, I've, I guess I got that gene from her. Mm. She loves sleep. She needs it. She doesn't, I've got a little brother and sister as well. They're seven. And if they're like a bad night of sleep and they wake up early and mess her up, kind of waking her up. The next day she's like terrible. She can't function properly. Mm. She struggles to make decisions. And I said to her, you need to prioritize your sleep, mom. You need mm. to make sure that when you put the kids down, you have a little time with your husband and mm. then you go to sleep early. Mm. Don't wait up to 11, 12 looking at screens and stuff because it's ruining your sleep. Yeah. And when you're waking up at 3 a.m., brother, sister waking her up because they had a bad dream, it's like, no wonder you feel terrible because mm. you're not allowing yourself, you're not taking responsibility for how you're feeling and making the change. Yeah. So that's one thing I'll say, people, if you're, if you're struggling to get to sleep or you're struggling with decision-making or you're struggling with your diet, uh, guess what? Only you can change it. Yeah. And you, you can change it by breaking everything down and saying, what do I need? And then, and then work towards what you need. Okay. If you need sleep, yeah, bro, get to sleep. Yeah. If you need to eat well, look at what's going in your food. Mm. Make your food. Mm. I was even looking at myself. I make food all the time. Yeah. But I was gonna do like a, a vegan cooking course, a plant based cooking course. Okay. Just to understand more mm. about what these plants are doing for me and what they are able to get the the opportunities that are within the food. Okay. To benefit my health mm. and those around me, because at some point maybe I'll have a wife or I'll have children. Uh, friends even just sharing the information no of course those, I totally get you know, that and the wider environment okay sleep it's sleep people sleep um, let me just say this as well yeah. uh, every hour on your phone after dark mm-hmm. suppresses your melatonin release for half an hour okay that explain means, that a bit more sure so uh, melatonin is something that's um, released into the body mm-hmm it starts when, when we start kind of <clears throat> shutting down, if you like. Yeah. Um, there are supplements, melatonin supplements, and although they don't actually force you into sleep, yeah. they kind of like nudge your brain into that process of going into a deeper restful sleep. Um, so that's why when you're jet lagged and stuff, it's yeah. actually not a bad idea to take some melatonin when, when you get when you land wherever you are. Okay. It will just encourage a, a more restful sleep and you wake up feeling a little bit more refreshed. A bit fresh, yeah. Don't rely on it. Don't no. take melatonin every night. No, of it'll, course. It'll, it'll, but it'll just saying that here and there, or absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Wherever, okay. whenever you need. Okay. Um, and going back, sleep also comes into weight loss as well. I think people forget that. Yeah, I think people do forget that. If you if you don't sleep properly, your human growth hormone isn't released efficiently. Mm-hmm. If you don't get enough sleep or enough quality sleep, your human growth hormone, which we all have, ladies, gents, children, children have it the most. Hence why you see their growth rate through puberty so so drastically rapid yeah um so if you're sleep if you're depriving yourself of the sleep quality yeah you're reducing the amount of human growth hormone that's released yep. which is also known as like the youth hormone again for children yeah um and you're also suppressing your melatonin release i you're not going to allow yourself to be in that restful state mm-hmm. waking up feeling groggy tired stressed eyes are heavy all of that kind of stuff um and yeah, if that's not going on, then guess what? Your body's not recovering. Your body's not able to go through this process what we, of what we call a... Do you want me to get technical? I think you get technical. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something called a, the parasympathetic nervous system. 
if you're not in that para, if you're not able to get your body into that parasympathetic 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 there you go nervous system there you go then uh, <laughs> it's a big one uh, then you your your body's not able to deal with all the processes and the, and the, the chemicals in your body are not able to change mm. in order for you to recover mm. so you're constantly just carrying around essentially weight dead weight all the time all each the time, day yeah. you're carrying forward that dead weight um, and guess what if, you, if you're sleep deprived you're, you're increasing your cortisol levels so if you have a stressful life you have a lot of things going on then, and you're not sleeping enough your body's added extra stress because your cortisol levels go through the roof cortisol levels are kind of get like a bad rap Okay. Um, in in literature, and you know, there's a word that's thrown around. Oh, your cortisol levels are high, and mm. it's like a really like bad thing. We need to get them down. We need to get okay. them down. We need to manage it. Is what we need to do. We need yeah. to find a way to manage it. So understanding that the body goes through these processes. Generally speaking, of its cortisol level being actually highest in the morning. So for those of you who are not sure about working out and when to work out, if you can get a workout done in the morning, your cortisol levels are higher. And therefore, your, the metabolic process that your body goes through will run further into the day if you work out in the morning. Then at night, it kind of like stresses your body a little bit again. I um, tend to work out in the morning. Yeah. Because more so, I don't like going to gym at night. I always feel a bit more, oh, I want to get in from work or wherever I do it for like the yes. day. My day's done. So I'll wake up an hour earlier, I'll go to the gym and do whatever I do in the morning and then go to work and do that. Mm-hmm. And feel like, okay, the evening's got for me. When I go in the evening, it's the again this could be relating to the work thing it's oh I've got in from work at six half six seven mm-hmm. I need to now go back out go to the gym it's going to be packed blah 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 whereas in the morning it's empty not a lot of people do do it in the morning or percentage anyway yeah mm. um, just a final thing on this yeah. you know sleep mm. um, we have this we have something in our bodies called brown adipose tissue it's a fat and it burns fat okay it's brown because of the mitochondria in it. Uh, and uh, not many people are going to know that because it's, it's quite a lot of I science. Didn't, I didn't know that. Um, it's fat that burns fat. Okay. But that fat doesn't burn the fat if we're sleep deprived. If our cortisol levels are extremely high, which they would be if you are sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Um, if, our, if our melatonin isn't going through a normal cycle in our sleep, this doesn't happen. Mm. So people might be like wondering, like, man, I'm eating loads of chicken every day. I'm so I paused because I did like a nutrition course a little while ago and it's actually funny how much they're saying or oh, how little protein we need mm. compared to what was is part in our media mm. uh, that you need so much that protein. you need oh, you need like two hundred grams of protein a day yeah bro you, you don't probably don't unless you're like hundred and fifty kilos mm. you literally need like one gram per kilo of body weight mm. for the general population. As a rule of thumb, like one kilo, uh, sorry, one uh, kilo, of pro- uh, one gram of protein mm. per kilo of body weight mm-hmm. is enough. Mm. Man, I'm out here banging chicken. No, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Guess what, bro? That's all coming out the other end. It's yeah, not getting absorbed. By the way, chicken breast, as in the big chicken breast you get from your supermarket, is trash. I'm sorry if you like it recently. Terrible. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's if terrible. your chicken ain't on the bone, I don't want to know. Chicken breast is trash. <laughs> it's the worst. Tell it's him, the tell worst. him, tell him, tell him. You can use your George Foreman grills, yeah? You can chuck it under your oven. It's all right. It comes out so It's trash. Get yourself fires or legs. <laughs> That's it. Um, but I think one big thing that I haven't really spoke about, which it really, really, really comes down to, mm. 
is immersing yourself in the people, immersing yourself around the people that you want to be mm. in the future. Mm-hmm. So like never be the smartest person in the room. Okay. Immerse yourself around, uh, in people that are, have the same vision that you want to have. Okay. That's, that's one thing I definitely like, in, it is a help me on my journey is that, I'm, especially with my workplace, is that I'm constantly around people that have multi-million pound companies that are running multiple, you know, multiple businesses that are doing incredible things all over the world. So to be around these people and see their perspective on how they're approaching life and how they're using their time in their day, it makes me realize, raw wow, like I can really, I can really get more out of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So like, people always say like, be the change that you wanna, you want to be. That's great. Also, surround yourself with the people that you want to be. Yeah. Change of if you need to get rid of friends, maybe even family members that are being potentially negative or, or holding you back from achieving what you view for yourself, mm. then they have to go. No, I hear that. I, uh, totally I know that's that. a lot easier for some and a lot others. harder for others. Yes, it is. But being around healthy people is is imperative in my eyes. Mm. If you're not around healthy people, then um, I mean, I, I spoke to a guy the other day. I went to a wellness center, which I go to. Shout out you, Flo, as well, by the way. Been hooking me up for a minute with the flotation. That's another thing which is incredibly important. Mm. Uh, I, I found it incredibly important and beneficial to my training, my health, both physically and mentally. Okay. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize that mental health is, is just as important as physical health. That's it. We're just, we're just going through day, day mm. by day by day, like mm. dealing with so many stresses, mm. interacting with so many people, and we don't, we're not taking any time to... Uh, absorb it no of course yeah uh, I mean I, I, wonder, I wonder how many people even listening to this podcast mm. uh, take a time in the evening to just process the day no of course yeah I don't think a lot of people do do that uh, people again don't say oh it's time you, you just need five deep breaths yeah. just, just think just run through the day in those five deep breaths mm. process the day before you lay your head down on the pillow it's you know what if you don't want to do it don't make the excuse man just don't do it yeah exactly Yeah. if you're going to do it then, 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 do then it. Do make the change mm. Find the way. Find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. There is a way. No, I hear that. I hear um, that. And for me, yeah, again, like we are product of environment. So if you're around people that want to eat fried chicken all the time and don't want to go gym and are on this social media flex and being like thotty and doing mad things on social on the gram and on and on Snapchat, guess what? That's what you're gonna. That's you. You don't. You're not creating anything better for yourself. Then, mm. if you want to open up a business. Go to some seminars. Go to go to some workshops where people uh, discuss their business ideas, what businesses they have, and how they're looking to grow. Like you have to, you could, not, nothing's gonna come to you easy, man. No, nothing That's ever does. And I'm nothing sure you've experienced does. this yeah, as much as I have. Uh, coming from my background, for sure, is mm. that like nothing is easy. And if you want, if you want to achieve something and you want to get to somewhere, then only you. People might help you mm-hmm. to some degree, but. And again, I guess I get sort of this that thing of being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that does help. Um, Big time. Which can come down to that, the fundamentals of where you grew up. Yeah. Your parents, again, your friendship circles. Um, but if, you, if you're not making the change that you want to see, then how can you expect to have the change? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a... It's, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. The world we're living in is, is mad. It um, is, it's a crazy one. Every day I'm just trying to process it more and more in understanding what its effects are on me and how I can do better and mm. give, give something you know, to the world. Because mm. I'm not trying to just exist, bro. 
No one does. I don't think anyone does. And I think... Um, no, I think there is, though. I think there's a lot of people that are just existing. Well, no, no. There are a lot of people that do exist. And if you probably ask someone what they want to do in life, there'll be a percentage that tells you they want to do this, this, this. And, but there'll also be a percentage that says, oh, I don't know. Because there's a lot of I don't knows. But I think, um, especially with our generation, we're so... Oh, there's, a, again, I keep saying percentages because there is. There's a percentage that are so driven and they want to do the absolute best and they want to open a business or they want to travel or they want to do this they want to do that that when you do come across these people it's kind of like okay I see this person going to do this 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 how can I replicate what they're doing how can I make it actually better than what they're doing because in the end everyone's in in competition let's just be real we are not in a way that I want to grill you I want to I want to beat you to get past you and that but Mm. If you see your friends and that doing well, you want to do well too. Mm-hmm. How can you replicate what they're doing? Or how can you get to a position where, whoa, this guy is doing this, this, this. How can I get there? It might not be in the same environment, but yeah. you want to be equally as successful in a way. And I think there's a percentage of us that has that. So if you are around it, you've got to use that to your advantage. Absolutely. You have to. Because you'll just end up just sitting on the back bench. And you know what? Like, suffering and then complaining. Absolutely. Absolutely, and then like you kind of fall into that population of just existing. Exactly. And um, one thing I've noticed more and more, especially in the past year or so, is that like I kind of have this kind of um, viewpoint that er- literally everything happens for a reason, whether it be mm. death or success. Mm. Do you believe in fate? Pretty common. Uh, fate. Uh, is fate linked to everything happens for a reason, or is fate something different? This is just a quick one. Um, couple is fate. Fate's not something that's really in my vocabulary. I don't really. It's not something. That so I when you say you, when you say everything happens for a reason, I believe there's a reasoning behind. For in in yeah, it might not even be in my life. Okay, but I'm like okay, let's. I'm very very uh, on topic right now. Nipsey Hussle, right? I've actually wrote him down. Yeah, Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I didn't. I haven't listened to his music too tough. Okay. I didn't know much about him okay. until um, what happened until his murder. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. In my eyes, like he, he, and from what I'm understanding now, more and more, not just from the media, but actually looking at his personal stuff that he's been putting mm-hmm. up. Um, so it's not skewed; it's, it's from the horse's mouth. If you yeah, like. yeah. This guy is creating an incredible legacy, and what he was doing was something really, really inspiring. Yeah. And which a lot of people um, inspire to do, aspire to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, there's always gonna be haters. Always. But what I saw from it was that if this guy this guy's died for whatever reason, um, which none of us really know. We know he's like a gang member, cool, mm. but like his legacy and what, imagine like in three generations time, like there's a, there's a MLK Boulevard in that area. Imagine it's like a Nipsey Boulevard. Mm. So the legacy on which he's gonna potentially have created, um, XX Tennyson died super young, didn't have great connotations around his name. But imagine in 20 years time, he was killed. Mm. The, the legacy which he potentially could have created for yeah, himself 100%. and how different people would perceive him mm. so time is everything uh, and money isn't everything no it isn't and I think a lot of people I mean again it goes back to this we are in a generation where if you don't have enough money you can't do what you want to do I want to buy this car but I don't have the money how am I going to get this money I need to work harder but then my hours of work will go from 9 to 13 and then you just get stressed out yeah. you do more hours because you want to get the bigger job position. Yeah. But I've always felt and I've always said this, like a lot of people would rather be on a lower wage and have a better lifestyle than be on a higher wage and have a stressful lifestyle. 
Yeah. Although they can afford the stuff, they're stressed. If they want a lesser wage but can still enjoy life, they will. Mm-hmm. 100%. Going back to that Nipsey thing on the yep. quick one, uh, I was a fan, so I did listen to his music. I think for me, and when you said, ah, oh, like it inspires you or you aspire to do something like that for the community and stuff. I think there's not enough of people, especially in London, for me anyway, who do that. But there are a good percentage of people who do do that. But I think he'll be obviously remembered purely for the fact that Stephen stuff like he made businesses and he hired ex-cons. He hired people who were in the community and stuff. I think stuff like that was really, when you look at it, it's like, okay, people can do that. It's empowering, yeah. It is, people can do it, and, and, but it's whether people want to do that. Yeah, man, and I think there's a lot of ah, uh, I'm gonna blow or I'm gonna grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I gonna give back to where I grew up or I'm not? Some do, some don't. You don't have to judge them on it. No, no, no. But I think when people do do that and they see a difference, it's so good and to look at and think, why can't more people do it in the UK 100%. or in London? Yes, like why isn't it happening more, bro? There's thousands of athletes. There's thousands of. Uh, artists out there that earn a millions and millions of pounds. You've asked a question. I, I look, yeah. see, that's why I look at again, why, you're not. Why we just, they're, Joe, don't be wrong as well. There's also yeah. like artists which I, we probably don't even know. Yeah, that aren't doing it. Are making dough yeah. and they're giving it to the community. They're no, feeding it back in. Yeah. But it's not enough. No, and that's why, but like, I mean, I know why, you why just said, you said there's not a lot, but I feel like. Even now, I don't I know. I know you're not a massive football guy, but you've, you've obviously come across Raheem Sterling at some point in mm-hmm. your life. He's doing wonders for me. Like, he even just, he's taking, like, they play today or they play in, like, FA Cup semi final. And he's taking 550 kids from his old school there. And, like, to watch the game. And yeah, yeah. he's doing a lot for the community. But I always felt like more can do it. Yes. But it's whether they want it's the to one. do yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone can say, I want to be the Prime Minister, right? but or whatever. I don't think anyone can be Prime Minister. <laughs> not right now, bro. But anyone can say you know they what, want to do something. Let's, no, let's not get into yeah, that. Yeah, let's not get But anyone, anyone can say they want to do something, but unless you want to do it, you really want to get there, you won't do it. And even we can really, it's back to the, what we even picked up at the top. Fitness and nutrition. If you want to tone, lose weight, put on muscle, lose belly fat, just get big, you know, feel better about yourself. Mm. Unless you do it, it won't happen. Period. There's no, you can't cut corners, man. No. Integrity is everything. It is, hundred uh, percent. And if you if you if you can understand that and stick to it, then your then your growth and the opportunities potentially for you in terms of like law of attraction and you doing things to attract mm. what you want to achieve and what you want to do is is exponential. But if you have this mentality that, bro, I'm gonna do this quick fix. I'm gonna take these quick uh, uh, fat burners in the hope that it's gonna make me lose weight. But I'm not still not sleeping enough. I'm probably not drinking enough water. I'm eating kind of terrible, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have fat burners because it's gonna mm. help me lose weight, uh, and then you don't see the change that you want to see. Mm. Why? Because you try to cut a corner, man, mm. or miss. Like mm. it, 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 there's no cutting corners. No, I hear that. When you really want to have something that's uh, uh, um, with longevity to it, you, integrity is everything. You can't you can't cut the corners. Man. I hear that. Uh, I mean. We'll get there one day, or I hope we all do as a uh, society. Believe, believe and achieve, my people. Believe and speak achieve. into existence, and it happens. Absolutely. Shout out Alex for that one. Um, anyway, I am absolutely glad that you came on, bro. It's been a pleasure. Um, kind of wanted you on for a while because uh, this fitness and nutrition thing was an interesting topic. Yeah, I will definitely come to your class. Let me just quickly say one thing, if you don't mind. Say it, people. Ooh. Go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> Listen up. You'll never change your life 
until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. Facts. Let me leave that one with you. Facts. You hear that? Facts. I like that, to be fair. That's actually quite good, to be fair. I like all that. Um, motivational stuff. It's quite good to uh, read and listen to. Yeah. Even stuff on like YouTube and stuff. Like you can listen to a motivational video and you feel like a lot more Smith, empowering. Will Smith's amazing for that. For those, oh, yeah, for no, those yeah, that, I'm not yeah, sure yeah, where yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Type in Will Smith motivation on YouTube. Be good. First thing in the morning, you are ready to slay the day. You're no, ready. of course, and that's what you want. You Take just want to go out there and attack the day and, and, and with make purpose, sure man. That, Purpose. But thank you for coming on. Absolute pleasure, it's man. Uh, it's me. been a pleasure. Um, he's on Instagram at at Reishus. You can find me at Reishus. R E E C I O U with three S's. Oof, there you go, three S's. He'll be on there. He does his daily videos of yeah, motivational yeah. speaking as well as his fitness stuff. Check out his classes. Check out everything, and I'm sure if you go to one of his classes, you'll come out feeling better. I'm going to visit and I will give you sort of an uh, update on how it goes. Just a side note, um, as you all know, I'm a bit of a poet. Um, my book is a year today, so it's his birthday. So it's a year that my book Woo! came out. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. So it's a year today, April the 6th. Um, number two will be coming out at some point, hopefully soon, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, we're back. We're going to have more guests, more fun more different topics as well. I've been listening to you a lot and you want diff- different topics besides football. Sorry, friend. So we'll have different topics that can appeal to everyone else. Have a great weekend. Love your life and everyone around you. Stay and blessed. Yeah, say bless, man. Stay People. Hydrated. Yes, drink your water and non-concentrated apple juice from now on. <laughs> One of. Yeah, bye. See you later.